Have you ever procrastinated about doing something because you felt like you just didn't have what you thought you needed or you just didn't know what you thought you needed to know and time goes by. Meanwhile, you find out from someone else or you actually gain the courage just to go for it and you realize, wait a minute, I could have actually done this a while ago. What was really stopping me? And if that's been you, we we understand and this is why we're here, but we want to go a little bit deeper with that. If you are one of those who are on the fence about really, I mean, really, really going into your business, launching it, starting it, and sustaining it because you feel like it requires this and this and this and that, well, this episode, we're going to squash a whole bunch of myths that have likely been keeping you on the fence if that's where you are and if it's on the fence of starting a first business or your next business because you've had some other experiences in the past well this is an episode that will be a great reminder for some and a great piece of information for others to move forward so in this episode we're going to talk about how to get unstuck and to simply start We're going to talk about how to shift your mindset from thinking to actually taking action. And you're going to learn how to clarify and up-level your confidence in this episode. Y'all ready? Let's go. So the big question is this. How do married entrepreneurs like us who have decades of business building experience, how do we break through common communication, productivity, and profitability barriers all while living powerfully in sync? That's the big question. And this podcast is the answer. You see, even if just one of you is called to entrepreneurship, the family is called to entrepreneurship. No, the goal is not the almighty dollar. We're aiming for the almighty impact. What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Married Preneur Life Podcast. Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go. Hey, what's up? This is O.L. Buckley. I'm Sway Buckley. Of MarriedPreneurLife.com. Yep, this is where we help mission-minded. Married entrepreneurs, those who want to get more clarity, generate more income, and above all that, leave a lasting impact. Yes, married entrepreneurs come to us to sync high-level systems with laser-clear strategies to live out their God-given purpose profitably. Now, it does not matter if you are a spousalpreneur where one of you is working a nine-to-five and the other is operating the business, or if you're an indiepreneur where you're both building individual businesses, or if you are a couplepreneur where you're both working in the same business together. You know what? You may actually be a combination of the two and of any of those three rather, and that's what we are. We are both indie and couplepreneurs. I was about to say spousalpreneurs. I'm like, we're not that anymore. (laughs) Yeah. And what that means is, is that even though we run Maripreneur Life together, I consult I have a consultancy where I work with organizations mm-hmm. to help them boost profitability as well as families who to acquire wealth through real estate acquisition through my co-owned realty firm. Yes, and I run a creative arts staffing firm as well as a consultancy for women helping them build multiple revenue streams with their craft. So as you see, we are definitely indiepreneurs and couplepreneurs. Now, It doesn't matter whichever one you are. We are glad you are here and you're in the right place. If this is your first time with us today on the Married Preneur Life podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. If you are returning, what is up, fam? Glad to have you, too, back in this virtual space. So today, I think we should just dive right into this. It was a bit of a a triggered from a conversation that we had from a couple who came to us 
who was starting a new business. So they're already entrepreneurs. And I say that because sometimes we can forget the basics and we want to just remind some people about the basics and also inform those who may not know How about that. So they wanted to know, OK, what do I really need to start a business? How do we how do how do I just start? I'm like, wow, interesting. OK, let's. What, what does it really take is what they said. Yeah. And a lot of their assumptions as to what it would take to start the business are probably a lot of assumptions that many of you have. I know at one point in my life, I thought I needed these things as well. Mm-hmm. And so we all come to the table of starting a business, launching a business or what have you with these ideas of, oh, well, I've got to have all these other things before I can actually begin. So we're going to uh, use this episode as an opportunity, number one, to clarify for you guys uh, what you don't need by debunking the common myths. Yes. So should we go into the myths first or should we just go with like the start first? Like I just, well, let's define the start. Okay. We can define the start. Now there are two different types of starts, I guess, or maybe yeah, I would say two different types of starts. Mm-hmm. Um, with that being said, you know, we're going from our personal experience of starting when I started my tutoring company at the age of 16, my staffing company at the age of 19 on my dorm room floor, which actually opened doors to pay my tuition for college. Um, and then my consultancy, all of these companies that I have started have all been from the start actually being presented to me and me saying yes to the opportunities now and that would be the same true for me uh Mm -hmm. i was i started my business by being presented with an opportunity which really was a problem someone presented to me Mm -hmm. and i said yes and the rest was history commercial real estate consulting took off absolutely and that was i mean when you first started that we were really starting from because we I, i didn't know about commercial real estate and you knew, of course, more than I did coming from wealth management, but um, it, it was just opportunities. When they come, are you willing to say yes to them? And then are you willing to, so that's a type of start, but then the other type of start is, are you willing to continue to start each day after that? Because it's not always them coming to you in that way. Oftentimes, it's going to be you starting and sharing that uh, with that value with those who need that. So there's a couple of different types of starts, but the main thing is that you start, right? So I think we got that clear mm-hmm. on that piece. Let's talk about what's not required, like what you don't need. I think we should title this, what you don't need to start a business. Yeah, because- and so that's a very long list, uh, but the items on this list, let me say this. We're not, before we jump into, into this list of what mm-hmm. you don't need, we're not saying that these things aren't good to have. We're not saying that you don't ever want to ever have any of these items. We're really talking about priorities and where you are at this particular point in your business, particularly if you're starting or looking to start or launch. So let's go into the list of what you don't need that many people tend to think that they do. So you get off that fence and start. What you don't need is a website. Nope. What you don't need is a sales funnel. Nope. What you don't need is a logo. Nope. You do not need an email list. You don't need business cards. You don't need a ton of followers. You don't need a big old staff. Yep. You don't need (laughs) a lot of letters behind your name or a degree to even start. Now, let's put an asterisk right there because there are certain businesses, if you were to start, where you would need the proper certifications 
uh, credentials, etc. Mm. So obviously, if you're going to open up a dentistry and you are a dentist, depending, you know, particularly if you if that's what you do, if you do the craft of the thing, mm. then you're going to need that certification. If you're here's here's one. If you're going to uh, if you're a hairdresser mm-hmm. and you want to you you actually want to start a salon, but you also want to do the hair. Well, if you're going to be the one doing the hair, well, then, of course, you need to have state regulation credentials. Mm-hmm. But I mean, unless you're doing it out of the house, but that's for another episode. That's a whole other conversation. But hey, you know what? Right. But yeah. we're not talking about something in the medical space <laughs> right. or in the legal space where right. you would need to have those certifications. Yeah, there's a whole slew of things that you really do not need to launch. So whatever you're thinking that you do need. You likely don't need it to get started. We're talking about just to start. We're not talking about to sustain. We're not talking about to actually scale. But once you get started, then you can get to that phase of sustaining. Sometimes we think ahead, well, what am I going to do after this? What am I going to do after that? What am I going to do after that? Like that is not the path of entrepreneurship, right? You have to, it really is a faith walk that takes and applies action to the faith to behind what you say that you believe you're called to do. And so the question is, how long are you going to sit on that fence? How long are you going to think about it? How long are you going to imagine what it will be like instead of actually getting up and doing it so you can experience what it'll be like? How long is the question? Now, let's talk about what it actually does take to start your business, the first or the next, just for those who may have forgotten or those who need to be informed about it. At the end of the day, It's super simple. All it is, is solving a problem. That's right. Solving a problem. That's it. There's no extraness on that. There's no and this and that and that. Start by solving a problem. That's how you start. That's it. So my company, my staffing firm that I started in 19... On my dorm room floor, literally, I was praying and asking God, Lord, God, show me what is in my hands. Show me the gifts. Because at that time, I had a balance in my for my um, education, I guess, tuition. And in order to even return, I had like another week or something. In order to turn return back to school or to classes, I was going to have to figure out how to pay tens of thousands of dollars, right? Um, and to continue to do that. And I was a freshman, maybe going into my sophomore year. So I still had some time. It wasn't like I'd been there for four years and, you know, I was about to leave. I was, I was at the beginning of my journey. And when I got the opportunity to, it started off by one thing, see the start was, can you do this? Right. And it was something that I didn't even really think about. I didn't have the experience in doing it, but I knew I could do it. Um, which at that time was teaching, in after school programs and teaching dance because I was a dance major. But just because you can dance, that doesn't mean you can teach it. That's something different. But I didn't know. I didn't know enough to know that I didn't know. And sometimes that's good <laughs> to know. Like, I don't know that I even know that I don't know how to teach this, but I can try. And that's what they wanted me to do. But then evidently, I guess it went so well that we began to, they began to ask for more classes, but I couldn't because I was a full-time student. So what I did was I was like, if I say no, all I knew was I need to get this tuition paid. If I say no, that means that I'm not going to be able to get the money, like to pay my tuition. <laughs> and so I, I said, yes, I'll, I, I can, can I, can I bring friends in? Like, can I bring other people in? Right. I just started talking, like I knew what I was going to do. And, um, I didn't 
at the time. And so they said, oh, yeah, sure. As long as they can teach it. I'm like, sure. I said, let me get some friends. I know people. And that I worked it out like that. That's literally how it started. And I got a friend of mine who was also um, a dancer. And I said, can you teach th- these days? And I'll pay you a portion of what I'm getting. When I get paid, you get paid. It started from there. And it grew. At one time, we were working with over like 30. I was 30 something folks at one time. Um, so I say all that to say there are tons of opportunities around us right now. The question is, do we have eyes, vision to see and seize the opportunities and to get started? So that that was really my second start. My first start was at 16, but that was just for a few years tutoring. But then when it got to college, that's when it really got real for me of saying, like, I really needed to do this and figure out away but the way was already there god already made the way i just had to say yes to it and many times that's where we are the way has already been made yeah for me i was at a hotel lobby i was presented with a problem a person asked me if i could help them with the problem i said yes not really sure if i could help them with the problem but i was passionate about solving the problem Mm -hmm. i pulled together whatever resources i thought would be needed was able to do that mm-hmm. and bring in those elements and those people together. And we got that problem solved. And that was the start of my commercial real estate business. That was the first deal, what, like eight figure deal, y'all. Like when you solve problems, people will pay you to solve their problems. People will pay you to solve. I need you, if you're taking notes, write that down. People pay you to solve their problems. So the question is, what problems are you solving? And if you are not even sure how to go about doing this, start asking people, can I help you with that? When people, they're likely already asking you for help, start solving problems. That is the beginning of a beautiful business and that's just the start, right? And the sustaining and the scaling of it, that comes as well too. But we just wanted to give you all a quick reminder of what it really doesn't take to start a business. Let's go over to the Enjoying the Journey Together segment, shall we? All right, so here we are at Enjoying the Journey Together. This is where we hope you guys get traction fast. Yes, so we are now diving into the Marriedpreneur Checklist. If you don't have one or if you did not download ours for free, you may want to pause this and go ahead and do that so we can walk you through these questions on how to think about what your next step is. You can get yours over at MarriedpreneurLife.com. MarriedpreneurLife.com. Now, With that being said, we've been talking about this from the beginning of this year, and we are preparing to close out quarter one, crazy, right, of 2021. And here's the thing. If you are not stewarding well what God has already given you, then how do we expect for us to be trusted with more? And part of stewardship, as we've talked about before, is tracking, is awareness, is taking action, is tweaking, is growing, it's multiplying, but it's actually doing, it's starting. That's a big part of stewardship is to start. You can't steward something that you haven't started. So once you are starting and we're just going to act like you already have, okay? (laughs) And we're just going to put that faith right there. And we're like, we put, have faith in you already have started. Now, if you take out your Marriedpreneur checklist and you look through these questions, you look through each of the questions 
And there are 10 questions on there. You go through each of them. You review them now. And you review them where it says 2020, because it's asking about last year. Instead, put Q1. So then you can just review according to Q1, your activity from Q1, your mindset, you're taking action, you're leaping forward from Q1. Okay, that's going to give you some insight. You should have enough data at this point. If you've already started, you have enough data to say what has been working well, what has not been working, and what needs to be changed and tweaked. So that is the first thing. Now, during Q1, once you've started and you're tracking your data, you're going to see, of course, that there are some wins. You're going to see that there are some lessons learned. You're going to then take that information, though. And this is the thing. You want to look at it as a scientist and not as an emotional thing. I know it's challenging because we're, we can be so connected to like, oh, my goodness, this is business is my baby. And I don't I don't know what's going on with my baby. And I want my baby to grow and to eat and to breathe, you know, all that. So but it's it's you have to step back from it so you can actually look at it um, and tweak it according to what that baby needs versus what your expectations of speed is for that business baby, right? So really taking a look back to see, okay, where are those areas, those gaps um, that need to be filled in? Do I need more skills? Now that we've started, I got to sustain it, right? And sustaining it would require a higher level of um, intentionality and systems as well. As we talked about that on a previous episode as well, just the awareness, uh, self-aware and the system aware. Um, so being being very clear about what that looks like and needs to look like, not for just where you are, but for where you all are going. Mm -hmm. What does that look like? What does that need to look like um, in your business? And then also in your marriage as well too. Like they go hand in hand as marriedpreneurs. And oftentimes, um, we, depending on where you are, where your spouse is, your spousal, indie, or couplepreneurs, um, you know, we could, we can get comfortable where we are and not feel like we have to take any steps to move forward because you're comfortable. But com comfort zone can be a, a toxic place. Because you feel like, well, I don't need to do anything else because I'm comfortable. But if you know you're listening to this episode, there is more inside of you. You're listening to this podcast, there is more. Well, there's always space to grow, always mm -hmm. space to mature, always mm -hmm. space to develop, always yeah. space to refine. So we never want to make the assumption that we're done. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We're always growing. So with that being said, go through your, this is your enjoying the journey together piece that you want to do. Go through your marriedpreneur checklist. And as I just mentioned, go through those questions for Q1 to see mm -hmm. where you are. Um, the next step is if you all are pleased with where you are, awesome. Great. Continue to grow and implement in those areas. Keep doing what you're doing. If you are not, if you're like, ooh, no, this is not what we want. <laughs> we thought we would be further by now. Um, we do have a resource for you all. You can definitely schedule a, if, if I mean, you can look at it, go to the link. Because right now, time that we're recording it, <laughs> um, it's there are some spots available um, to to request a, an assess, a systems assessment, um, which 
is really powerful, you can go over to GetSystemsNow.com. GetSystemsNow.com. And we will walk you through some simple yet powerful systems to get you all moving forward and um, take you from where you are to really setting out a strategy and system for where you desire to be. So that would be the next step for you as well, too. We definitely want to hear you all's updates. We want to hear about your growth over Q1 thus far. And we uh, go ahead and tag us on IG at Marriedpreneur Life. You can tag us in your stories. Let us know what your takeaways are, how you've been growing, how you've been implementing the systems. That will mean the world to us because we are here to really offer facts, not fluff, truth, and transparency. Okay? That's right. So you know what to do, guys. Keep living purposefully. Powerfully. And profitably. In sync. All right. Peace. Peace out. Ready to drop them bars, hubby? Funny. Yeah. Yeah, we here. Hi, girl. Okay. <laughs> Check it out. It's like, hmm, okay, it's OL and Sway back what? again. Another episode, press play, now you in. Motion to build out your legacy. Family imply your marriage plus ministry. What? The content is real life and real time, yep. Mm-hmm. A little more to help you both sort and step. Same page where we know you want to be. Yep. And no, it's not as easy as one, two, three. But? It's more like three, two, one. Yep. Where you got to plan your work, work your plan and have fun. And yep. anything you two will call to is doable. Hit subscribe, press like, make this reviewable. Anything you two will call to is doable. Hit subscribe, press like make it reviewable peace peace anything you call to is doable press subscribe press like make this reviewable for the people in the back